I'm Mark Adams and welcome to episode 25 of Mark's Mess Podcast. We're with my daughters Charlotte and Catherine. Catherine and Charlotte. Charlotte and Catherine. Catherine and Charlotte. We look at the world of cookery using the alphabet as our guide. This month it is the letter U. Me. No, you. Yeah, me. No, you. Me. The letter U. Me. No, it's me. If you would like to contact us, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com. On Twitter, at Marksmess Podcast without the T. Webpage is marksmesspodcasts.blogspot.com and on Facebook page, Marksmess Podcasts. Last month's Sullivan's put it onto our Facebook page. Woo! Something very nice. And first of all, they knew we were coming up with the letter U. Hello! Me! Oh, would you stop that? And first of all, they made a suggestion. Darren suggested Jerry Anderson's UFO. Now, Jerry What's Anderson, that? we know him from what series, Charlotte? I don't know. The Thunderbirds. Okay. He developed the Thunderbirds, the puppet, Marionation, and there were several other series. One of them was a live action one called UFO. So it was real people, but with the models uh, of the spaceships and all, it was quite it was quite good. But I only rem- remember a few of them, so I don't really able to talk about UFO. Then they say, sent us this. T is for terrific. Oh yeah, and that describes this lovely episode of Mark Ness podcasts. It features Ron Randall's Trekker, a fun way to travel, and Triffids, which I've learned are dangerous and to be avoided. Good tip. It was great to hear your take on Ron Randall's art and stories. And now that his Kickstarter was successful, we can all look forward to the next Trekker book, Chapel Town. It was great to hear Mr. Peabody and Sherman's Way Back Machine discussed in the town travel section. Thanks for the kind words and energy about TrekkerTalk.com and Rad Adventures Network. P.S. And a show about sandwiches would be fun. And we may get a show about sandwiches sooner than you. Well, sooner than I'd hope. Anyway, thank you very much to both Ruth and Darren. They're good supporters. And who knows, we might be seeing more of them soon. Anyway. uh, And also, we did mention last month about Ron Randall's Trekker, who, of course, is talked about on... A lot, and of course we did tell you about the Kickstarter, and they exceeded the Kickstarter, and it was very successful. A Kickstarter is if you exceeded, they went beyond what they expected. Also, in other news, Agents of Shield has started back in the UK. Saying like a news report voice. In other news, Agents of Shield has started back in the UK. Are you how you find the Agents of Shield, Charlotte? Catherine isn't interested, but Charlotte is. Good. Okay, so spoilers. Um, let's not spoil. Probably not spoilers for them. Most people listen to it, and they're in America, and they've watched like the seventh, um, the umpteenth, the umpteenth episode. They and ha- we're only on the fourth. I think the fifth one is tonight. Oh, I can stay up to watch it, can I? Please, please. Well, it's on at nine o'clock. I don't care, please. And it's it's going to be it's nine. It's o- night. Please. It's gonna. We have to finish this. Please. She's so stressed that she's squishing her bottle. Right, well, we, we will see how well you do in this podcast. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., this is the fifth series. What what has been your favourite bit so far, not counting this series? Did I watch the first series? You did. That was I watched all of them. Yes, you have. Okay. Who's your favourite character? Daisy. Daisy. 
who was also called. I also like Jamma. So the girls. Yeah. That's, that's okay. I'm a girl pair. I do like Agent Coulson. Is that the cartoon one? No. Oh, I like the cartoon one better. Spider Man. No. That was I like sp- the cartoon one better. Okay. Didn't say I like it, said I like it. Anyway, it it is good. I think it's got better over the years. The first year, I loved it. Second year, uh, third year. uh, Last year got a lot better. They had two storylines. Oh, yay. And uh, it was the the Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, and then the programming. Yeah, the the basically going into... uh, uh, Yes. But, But it was the Heal Hydra world. And it, it, Hydra runs, run one instead of. Yeah, and that came up in the comics. There was a I, I actually got uh, on Comicsology the graphic novel of Secret Empire, where Captain America is a Hydra sleeper agent. What's a sleeper agent? A sleeper agent is uh, like a secret agent who hides in the country and pretends to be a normal person until they're told you activate now and become, you know, subversive and go against the country you're in. Is that like one of the ones who works for two places and then goes like, ha ha, but I was a spy for another one and beat that? That's a double agent. Uh... So all types of different agents. Uh, so Agent Shield was good. We also had a family, once a month we try and have a family movie night. And we try, you know, quite often we do one of their movies. But I decided this month to do something that was when I was a teenager. And it was Crocodile Dundee from 1984. <gasps> 32 years. I loved it back then. And what did you two think? Back then. <laughs> it bore the new storyline. And the storyline. Boring. About a guy who went to New York and then and went on a train and then didn't go on the train. I have to agree with you. It hasn't worn well. The storyline is very slow. I still think it's funny. I still think, uh, no, that's a knife. Yeah, I is, like that. I like bet. that. The only bit that has any interest. What about the crocodile like- bit? <laughs> what crocodile? Where the crocodile attacked your woman? No, it's boring. Because you kind of like expect it. What about, what about the big oh, yeah. bit where he figured out how to use a bidet? What? A bidet? A bidet? The two toilets in the room? Okay. You don't even know what a bidet is? No. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on quickly before this podcast gets an explicit. What are we going to watch next time? The Ragnarok. No! No! no we can't. The Greatest Showman. Yes, the Greatest. You or too. Paddington too. Paddington 2. Okay. Have you been reading anything apart from Warrior Cats that has been interesting? I finished reading the Hunger Games series again. Oh, how did you find it the second time around? Good, because it still surprised me. And I was just like, I was just kept on reading to find this certain bit and then... Blah, 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 blah. Right, I couldn't do that. I remember it too well. What about you, Catherine? No, you've just been reading Warrior yeah. Cats. But you did get a different type of Warrior Cats book. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the manga comic thingy majiggers. Have we have we talked? Like, uh, did we talk about it last I time? I don't know. Wait, what was the last? If we talked about it last time, I'm sorry, but oh, we're going to well, talk about you can hear it again. Yay! Right. What's it like compared to the book? Uh, it's like it's not the same story, but it's kind of like basically one cat left, and then it said, 
like he got took away and then he came back in like the book series but then it says about his journey getting back oh so it's like additions to the the book series and are you gonna get any more yeah both my daughters are now into comics i like this i like this we are going to be covering the letter u me 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 it's going to be a long episode if we do all that. I've got out my Marvel Encyclopedia on the letter U. There are four pages. Some of these characters I have never met, but just to tell you about a few of them, best U villains would be the UFOs, which are basically uh, what? <laughs> is this a really what about villain group? What about the evilest there there is? No, let's go with UFO. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's bump. It sounds like a UFO. Yeah, it does. UFO! Right, so it's four members who tried to recreate the Fantastic Four's powers, but they did it with evil intentions. What about the evil four instead of the UFOs? There is a frightful four already. He looks like Spider-Man. Is he Spider-Man? That, that's Spider-Man. That's a picture of uh, them attacking Spider-Man. Oh, the big guy, see. the strong guy, is called Ironclad. <gasps> they have numbers on them. That's no, they've got numbers to tell you who they are. Oh, no. There's a Vector, he's, he's, he's got X-Ray, in and Vapor he's as got, well. He's got a sun tattoo. That would be uh, X-Ray, because he can produce X-rays. No, it's Vector. Vector. Ooh, we'll ve- get by X-rays. Okay. Uh, other ones. Let us go. That, I mean, there's ones like Unicorn who is a really naff part. What is it? It's busy. Shoots beams from his <gasps> head. Yeah. But so he doesn't put rainbows or jelly beans. Oh. One of my favourite British superheroes is Union Jack. Look at his outfit. He looks, <laughs> looks a bit like Deadpool or something. Well, or it's like the whole Spider-Man. body outfit. But, uh, hey, what, a onesie? How would you, you go for a pee in that? Very carefully. A onesie. It's a onesie. Do they have like you know those old ones that they have the flap at the back or something? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's the bit you're worried about. Um, he is. How is it breathe? Traditionally, it's breathable. It's a, it's a breathable Bre- mask. Maybe it's like transparent. No, no, transparent. <laughs> you know where things can like. I don't know. Like, you can, like, smell through it. So it's like nothing's there, but something is. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we, 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 we noticed. We noticed. But he... Um, I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. Like a book? No, right. Is it a book? But he... A book? A book. <laughs> he... he <laughs> Union Jack is Lord James Falsworth, who fought in the First World War. And a group of warriors who have forgotten what they were called. And uh, Freedom Five. Wow. Freedom's Five. And in the Second World War, his son took over the mantle and his daughter became Spitfire. Wait, isn't the mantle like something in the earth, like under the cross? There's that as well. Yeah, we don't know about that in geography. I and the mantelpiece. Okay, so those are two of my favourite. Charlotte, have you, do you know any villains with a U name? Ultron. Yes, Ultron is probably not one of my favourite uh, Avenger villains. I know one. You fools. <laughs> it's, literally, it's literally like, hmm, let's name ourselves the evilest of them all. Let's name ourselves you fools. Yeah! That's like some sort of like little, t- little, little kids. Like, like yeah. you know, we, we toddlers go like, we, like, like, Couple of friends go like, oh, we should have a grumpy name, you fools! Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. I think that's it upstairs. Right. 
But I'm going to close this book because this is getting sillier with you two and sillier. What we'll do, we'll take a break so you two can calm down. And when we're back, we'll cover two you topics that are uh, that we need to talk about for your education. So, Bye. so see you in a minute or two. In late 1984, Marvel's direct sales manager sat in a crowded meeting of comic retailers. Let's be honest, Secret Wars was crap, right? But did it sell? The room exploded with applause. Well, get ready for Secret Wars Series 2! Beginning in 2018, Pulp to Pixel's Marvel superhero Secret Wars and Beyond will do the unthinkable Secret Wars 2. We'll take a detailed look at the event, the tie-ins, the new characters, and we will attempt to answer one of the largest questions in the history of the Marvel Universe. What the heck was Jim Shooter thinking? No, no, seriously, what was Jim Shooter thinking? Well, you can find out at the Pulp to Pixel Podcast Network, where you can subscribe to all of our amazing shows, or just to Secret Wars and Beyond itself, as it is now in its own omnipotent feed. Secret Wars 2 and Beyond, a Pulp to Pixel Podcast production. You'll believe an omnipotent being can use the restroom. Hi, I'm John Wilson. And I'm Michael Kaiser. And we're the hosts of the podcast, Make Ours Marvel. You know, here we are in 2018, 10 years into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, can you believe we live in a world where everyone's old Aunt Petunia knows who Iron Man is? It's crazy, right? So, to celebrate, we're on our mission to explore the roots of the Marvel Universe. You know you've thought about it. Some of you may have even done it. And now we're going to do it, too. We're diving back into the long boxes of Marvel's history and podcasting our way through the whole universe. All of it. Every superhero issue. And, if I can convince Mike, we'll even do Sergeant Fury. And it's not going to be one issue per episode. That'd take forever. <laughs> it's still going to take forever. But no, we're going to talk about as many comics as we can in an hour. Yep, an hour and, you know, maybe a little change. Every week, Marvel Comics. So it'd be super cool if you came along for the ride. Look for us every Friday at MakeOursMarvel.com. That's MakeOursMarvel.com. Or on iTunes and all the other usual podcasty places. And if you want to read along with us and send us your thoughts, we might even read emails. So until Avengers Infinity War gets a spin-off Warlock in the Infinity Watch TV show, Make Ours Marvel. And we're back. Okay, we're going to look at two U's. First one is one of my favorite comics when I first started reading comics. Okay, it's the uncanny X-Men. Yes, now I have to think of something else for X. But <laughs> uncanny X-Men has been criticized for being hard to get into because it's very story heavy, almost like a soap opera. <laughs> if you start watching a soap opera and you don't know any of the characters or the backstory... Yeah. It can be quite hard. What's, is that a soap opera or like opera singing? EastEnders. EastEnders would be a soap opera. Oh, I thought it was Coronation. opera singing. No. Coronation Street. Oh. I don't know what else. And I got into the X-Men round about the 200s. And I started collecting then. And I also started collecting X-Men Classic, which was way back in the early 100s, maybe 100 issues beforehand. Oh, I thought you were talking about years. <laughs> in the <laughs> year 100. Thousands, not hundreds. Okay. <laughs> the X-Men was a comic book that started in 63, about the same time the Avengers started. And it was a team of teenagers who were in the school, and it was 
Okay. Why did they form the group? Professor X taught them because they were all mutants. Oh no, but why, yep. why didn't they just stay in school? Why did they form the group? Well, the school was a group. So like, uh, the Ninja Turtle thing. It was superhero school. Superhero school. Well, it wasn't superhero school. No, it was school like, with a superhero curriculum. Is a mutant. A mutant is somebody who's like a, born like with a, a super with a in the comics is born with like a superpower. Into a run, they started to get it started to get a bit dull, and people weren't uh, reading it. And eventually, they just started reprinting old issues. So it wasn't until 1975 when Len Wein and Dave Cochran uh, they restarted the X Men by bringing in an international team. And this is the team they brought in. So this is a picture from Jan Size X-Men number one. Do you recognize any people here? That's Wolverine. Wolverine. That's Storm. Storm. That's Beastie Thun. That is Nightcrawler. That's Professor X. That's Ace. That's... Oh. Creepy Dude. That's Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Wait, I know what one of them's called. What? That Reed Richards. No. Oh. That is, that's the guy who looks like Wolverine. No, that's Colossus, call. who turns into steel armoured. That is Banshee from Ireland, from Donegal, oh, one county over. Donegal. Uh, and Sunfire, who is from Japan. Now, these three at the back had appeared in comics before. How come there's only one woman in it? That's that interesting question. That is a good question, and well done. Eventually, about 100 issues later, it would be more women than men. Ha! <laughs> In the comic. And that was a big change in the uh, 80s, 90s. Yeah. Huge change in that. This became the status quo. It, Chris Claremont started writing, and he became one of the longest writers on the comic. Mm -hmm. And he kept threatening to leave every now and again. And the editor would say, but Chris, you had this uh, thread of a story running. Why don't you finish that? And Chris... Uh, and... Uh, he had to have to stay and finish that, but he keep having these threads of stories. There were ones that were never even completed, like who Nightcrawler's parents were in his time. It was somebody else who eventually did it. Why is it that like whenever you have the men in like full body suits and the woman in hardly anything? That is a very good question, and that is basically sexism. And well done in spotting that. It's uh, I love it now where you have heroes like Miss Marvel. Who are covered head to toe because that's what you do. You would not go fighting crime in high heels and a mini skirt and. Especially if it's like winter. Yes. Or Northern Ireland when it's raining. Yes, but I mean. You have to have an umbrella hat. Storm can, can create a, a weather system around her because she controls weather. But I, I hate that. I did not like the Wonder Woman movie, the fact that she had to fight crime, fight the, the Germans. In high heels. Yes, which is very easily resolved. You know, get her not to do that. Does Supergirl fight in high heels? No, hers are boots, but yeah. they're like above the knee and a really, really, really short skirt. Yeah. But I'm... she's covered from head to toe. Yeah, well, tight. Yeah. You know, in school, in like. PE... Are you going to tell me that in PE you wear something like stormwears? No. You know, in PE and you, and stuff, um, you have to wear like a score. Why don't you just wear shorts? Yeah, I agree. Because it's to make you look more feminine. Surely the long hair, the the waft, no, waft of long. impulse. I don't know. But, and the screechy voice the, and going the, around going. The, <laughs> the, 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 the like t-shirts things have like. Collars. Yeah, it's basically to make sure 
to make you look different from the boys. But we do. But we have shorts as well. Shorts are from gymna- for gymnastics, so your skirt doesn't get caught in the kit or ripped. Yeah, or ripped. Or like over your head, so you can't see any. Go like, ah! Well, Catherine, count yourself lucky. I, you know the foot, the old photos around the school. No. Some of them, the hockey girls wore pinafores. How like below the knee pinafores. How would you play hockey in a pinafore? And a blouse. So count yourself lucky. Yeah. How would you play if, hockey in a pinafore? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> why are you asking me? <laughs> That's a but, good question. But here, here's the thing. In the 90s, there was a huge thing where artists would draw women with impossibly long legs, longer, almost twice as long as the bodies. Chest areas, shall we say, that were massive and would probably knock their eyes out if they were running huh. uh, and things like that. And they were impossible uh, figures for women. Like the people that, the like figures that women nowadays get surgeries to be. Like, yeah, yeah, and probably in those days as well. Anyway, back to the uncanny X Men. It was. Issue 129 that got really interesting for me because they brought in a new character, in fact, two new characters, the same month they, uh, She-Hulk first, uh, first appeared in a different comic. But uh, John Byrne was the artist mm-hmm. and, Dave, uh, and Chris Claremont was still the writer. And guess, Catherine, guess what character came out? It's a character you're named after. I don't know. Catherine! <gasps> Kitty Pride, Catherine Pride, a 13 year old girl with the power to phase through, and they turn back Wait, into does that a mean school. that happened to me when I'm 13. Uh, let's hope. Uh, and it turned back into a school. Instead of these adults running about, they had at least one, um, one student who had to be taught. And then a, f- a few years later, the New Mutants came along, which was a second X-Men book of all students. And then they had Excalibur, X-Factor, a Wolverine book. That became very complicated. But uh, such a great storyline. I have all the comics from uh, Giant Size X-Men, number one, up until about 200. So if you want to read them, they're there to read. Up it's in real- the up in, up in the loft. Really good, well worth reading. So Uncanny X-Men, it's a quite an important book in the uh, 70s, 80s, and even early 90s. Nowadays, it's the Avengers who are the very popular books, because everyone's an Avenger now. But in those days, X-Men outsold Avengers and outsold everyone else, and quite often they, they were the best comic book. Because there was only like five Avengers. <laughs> no, the, the Avengers were hundreds of Avengers. There was Avengers, Avengers West Coast, and Avengers Spotlight. Three comics of it. Plus you had the Captain America comics, the Iron Man comics, Quasar, where I, I bought the the first graphic novel of, and a whole dose more. The other you Me. Well, the other <laughs> The other you Me. The other you is on red comic books. Dun, dun, dun. What does that mean? Unloved. Yeah, the comics. I went round the house and picked up the the collections of comics, the graphic novel type things that I have not completely finished yet. Shall we count how many? You haven't finished my work. There is Understanding Comics by Scott McCloud. Yeah, it's it's quite good uh, about sort of the art behind 
drawing comics. We have Yay. Avengers versus Thanos, You've been which I'm, that for ages. I have. I want to read it before the movie, mm. um, the Infinity Gauntlet movie comes I out. I don't know what happens. It'll be a different storyline. I have Hooray. Trekker Rites of Passage, which was sent to us uh, quite kindly by Ruth and Darn. And I haven't got around to reading this one yet. I've read the other one. We have Doctor Who, They're Forgotten, which I got in the charity shop, along with Doctor Who, The Only Good Dalek, which I got in the same charity shop. I have got The New Teen Titans, Volume 1, with Marv Wolfman Perez. Showcase presents Blue Beetle. These are probably like 50 because there's like all like little comics in them. That one's like the size of Harry Potter book. Yeah, but they've taken out the colour. Right. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah, and the Warrior Cats ones, and there's no colour in them. Yeah, that, but, that's a good But they do like shade them with like dots and all. Okay, we have uh, Year Eight. Zero Part One, which was came Zero. with a magazine for £2, I think, in the shop, nice. so I didn't get Part Two. That's a Batman one. We have nice. George R.R. R. Martin's Mystery Nights, uh, <laughs> adapted by Ben Avery, who in the Christmas podcast, he was Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh. Santa. Close. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. I'll get around to it. Was that, was that number nine? <laughs> we have Judge Dredd, Ten. The Complete Case Files, number eight. Ten. No, that's number eight of the case files, but no, ten of these. So there's ten of these. I could go on. I've got single issue comics, which uh, I got last time I was at the comic book shop. I have got, oh, pardon me. I have got graphic novels I have on my tablet with Comixology, which include Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Spider Woman. Yes? Spider Girl. Spider Woman. What's the difference between a graphic novel and a comic thingy, Majina? Well, you can have collections of comics, which is a comic collection, which but what basically these are. But a graphic novel is written specifically to be a big format book. It would be, it could be that size. And also, but it's not single issues inside. What's it between a manga comic as well? Manga is a style. It is. It's usually yeah. a Japanese style. It's a dra- drawing style. Usually, it's from Japan. It originated in Japan. I'm pretty sure most of them come from Japan. Now, you find some cartoons and TV will have the same style in that but as well. But most of them are anime. Y- like it's that Pokemon, style. You know, a manga would be the comic version and anime would be the animated version. Uh, as an animation. Ah! 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 The question is, is it healthy to have loads of comics that I'm not ab- I haven't read yet? No! Uh, is it healthy for me to do that? Well, well, first of all, why wouldn't I have loads of comics I haven't read? Because I will always have something to read. Yeah. Right? I can look forward to reading that. I picked up the... The, the pro- problem is I like reading them on my tablet because it's easy and I can carry them about. So uh, I've read recently the Quasar, mm-hmm. uh, first collection of Quasar, which is about six to eight of his comics. Love that. And Secret Empire, which I thought was fantastic. That was on uh, Comixology. They were selling uh, collections for 69p. I know I had to sort of drag myself away from it. I could really have bought loads of them. 
but uh, I think it's quite good. I think most people out there who are listening to this who ha- who have comics have got a stack of comics they haven't got around to reading yet. I've got other comics I just realised that I would have gone round uh, Comic Con in Belfast and people who have When's their the own next comics. Comic Con? Do you know what? Probably before we record the next podcast. Do you want to go? Yeah. It, will Do they, you want to come? It, will there be like Warrior Cat stuff? I don't know, but it's be... basically geeky stuff. There was a whole big Terry Isle last time. Yeah. It, it's a good fun. You should come. Mark's Miss Podcast Day out. Yes, we'll record while we're there. No. We'll interview I, people. I don't know if I want to go or not. Why not? I, do, you know, do you know what? Do you know what? Last one I was at, I saw Barra Best there. Who's that? Bar- Who's Barra Best? <laughs> He's the best weatherman in Northern Ireland. Sounds like he's the only weatherman. He's still the only one. So, so well, we'll think about it, Catherine. Uh, it, it's good fun. Uh, it's there, it's not to. just comics. It's just yeah. stuff. I mean, there'll be artists there actually doing the art. And you can talk to them. You can so say, there, how do you do your eyes? Because so you're big into eyes now. Yeah, bring so bring some like of the art. Random people. There won't be random people. People have booked tables and no, things like, like that. Random things like Pokemon Go and stuff. Yeah. It's just anything, really. Anything, anything Could be geeky. Warrior Cats. Adventure Time's quite a lot. Yeah. Mm, this, this, this is this is different from the one we've been to before. The, the company did the one we before. I've forgotten what the company is, but they've stopped doing them in Northern mm. Ireland. No, so still going to be an American candy stall. Probably, but you use American candy stalls in... But there's one in the town next to us. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Okay, anyway, so anyway, that, that's uh, maybe the next podcast will just be about Comic Con. Are you tired? Shall we wrap this up? Okay. okay. This has been Mark's Mess, brought to you by the letter U. Me! Me! Of Me. Geekery. All characters are property of the owners, not us. You can contact us by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com. On Twitter, at Mark's Mess Podcast is like the D. On our webpage at marksmesspodcasts.blogspot.com and on our Facebook page, Marksmess Podcasts. Thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. And next Thanks. time on that all new episode of Marksmess Podcast, we, we might be doing the letter V or we might be doing a few, uh, something else. We'll have to wait. Work out if V is the next letter. V- Yay! Wait, what's after V? V for victory. What's after V? W. Yes. <gasps> X, Y, Z. We're almost yes. finished. We just got V, W, X, Y, Z. What are we going to do after that? Yeah. I, well, we'll have to figure that out. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> folks, thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.